Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Good morning, guys. How you doing? It's Walter Montero here from the Real Estate Mortgage Show. Welcome to uh, this episode. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the bidding wars. I mean, obviously, we're in the thick of this crazy real estate market. I'm sure we're all getting tired of the bidding wars. Uh, trust me, as a realtor, when you're a listing agent, it's great to be in a bidding war or a multiple offer situation. But when you're representing a buyer, it's not so great. It's not fun. You go through the process, you know, I don't know how many times before you're luckily successful in landing a, a house for your uh, buyer. But it is a very frustrating time. So I, I've noticed a lot of press going on with regards to, you know, real estate agents playing this whole game, you know, this so-called game in the real estate market. And we're the ones for driving up uh, that are responsible for driving up prices and all this kind of stuff, which is just nonsense. Because quite honestly, the majority of real estate agents, you know, the, the lion's share of their income comes from dealing with buyers. And when you're dealing with a buyer in an environment like you are today, it's very, very frustrating. The listing agents are having a great time. Don't get me wrong, but um, uh, the the buyers are are the buyer and the buyer's agents are are having a very, very tough time. So it's a great time to sell. Uh, not you know probably not such a great time to buy. Certainly not a fun time to buy. Whether it's a good idea to buy or not, I personally still think it is. And quite honestly, I don't know if it's a good good time to sell either. I mean, we're in the you know the thick of of real estate going up at uh, lightning speed. You know, uh, well, let's face it, the best time to sell is when something is starting to go down or is on the brink of going down. And I don't think that that's the case. I don't think we're there yet. Now I could be completely wrong here, but I don't think this um, these price escalations are changing anytime soon. In fact, I just read an article the other day that anticipated that we, I think it was the Canadian Real Estate Association anticipating another 19% lift across the country in, in, the, in real estate values. Where is this going to go? Who knows how it's going to be resolved? I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, I do know that, um, you know, one thing's for sure, we all need shelter. We all need a place to live. And whether it be a rental or uh, something you own, you, you need to have a roof over your head. And, um, you know, you have to either buy something or rent something. If you're going to buy something, let's face it, in today's market, you're more than likely looking at getting into a bidding war. Okay. Now, some people tell me, you know, I don't want to get into a bidding war. And what I prefer to do is I only want to make an offer on houses that don't have bidding wars. Well, good luck with that. Because first of all, there's a massive supply issue. I don't know how you're going to pull that off unless you're buying it sort of in secret where nobody knows it's for sale or you're buying a house that nobody wants. Now, right now, I've got a couple of clients that have inquired on properties that have been on the market for a, a, a little bit of time. One has been on the market for over four months, and then the other two were on the market for about 30 days. Well, in a market like we're in today, that's a lifetime. That's an absolute lifetime. We're in a, a market that has less than a month of inventory, and when you're you know, dealing on a property that's been on the market that long, that clearly tells me it's a house that nobody wants and they typically don't want it because it's either overpriced or there's something wrong with it. And more importantly, it's probably just overpriced because anything with the right price will find somebody who wants it. That's that's the pro, That's just the bottom line. 
But in terms of the of the pricing process and people getting frustrated about this pricing process, I first of all, I I don't I I want you to understand where real estate agents are coming from in this regard. When we're dealing with a pricing process, when we go in and talk to a seller and suggest a list price, well, traditionally we've always done what's called a comparative market analysis. And when you're dealing in a very slow escalating market or even a sideways market, estimating the value of a property is a, a relatively simple process. You've got to go through the comparables, make adjustments for what you know the, the subject property has or hasn't had in comparison to the one you're comparing it to, and you typically come up with a value. And then we've gone to the marketplace and then let's see what the buyer reception is to that. As I'm sure you're aware, most agents, if not all agents, um, I find I've I've never been in a listing situation where I've suggested a list price and somebody says, oh, that's too high. Nobody's ever said that to me. In fact, the answer is almost always, no, that's too low. We wanted more. So I, I get that. Okay. And when we sold properties in a traditional method, you know, you sort of dealt with a one-off situation where the buyer came in, made an offer, you kind of stick-handled with them, fought back and forth, and you came typically up with a, with a settled price, and it was typically lower than the list price. That's what most people were used to. That's what people liked. That's what people, that's how we like to shop for real estate. But all of a sudden, something changed. And I, I say that change probably clicked in at about 2016. The market started to escalate at a pace that none of us were familiar with. In fact, some of us were familiar with it because some of us have been in the business long enough to remember prices going up at, at lightning speed. Well, we've never seen the escalations that we've had like we're having right now. So when you're getting into a situation where value is to be determined because it's constantly on an upward trajectory, a real estate agent really doesn't know what a property is worth until it's actually exposed to the marketplace. So when we put it onto the marketplace, we need to find out, okay, what the heck is this thing worth? So the, the, the best approach to do that is by actually underpricing the property, okay, exposing it to the marketplace at lesser than what we actually think it's worth and then let the marketplace or the bidding process determine what it's actually going to sell for. Now, many people get frustrated with this process because they say, you know, if you guys wanted to sell this for more, why didn't you just put a higher price on it? Well, the problem is, is that approach doesn't work. It wouldn't work because you you just don't have enough supply to deal with that type of approach. Let me ask you something. When things are sold that have questionable value, they never come with a price tag. They're always exposed to a marketplace to see how the market will receive them. Okay. Case in point, uh, pieces of art, rare automobiles, rare pieces of furniture. These things are sold typically in an auction type atmosphere. Okay, and the reason that they're sold in that atmosphere is because the seller of the item, even though they have an anticipated value of the item, will the, the value is never really determined until they go through that process. And that's exactly what we're going through now in the real estate market. 
Okay. And, you know, I know it's frustrating for buyers and buyers feel it's unfair and, and you know, all that kind of thing. And, and I get that. I understand that they think it's unfair, but really it isn't. What we're dealing with is supply and demand. Let me remind you of something. I was in, I've been in the real estate business since 1987. And in 1990, the market crashed. It was like a light switch went out and nobody was buying homes. Okay. People's equity was eroding faster than you can shake a stick at it, okay? And what ended up happening was the buyers that, first of all, buyers were very sparse, but the buyers that were in the market, again, supply and demand, there was more sellers than there were buyers. These buyers walked around like they were cock of the walk, okay? They would come in, they'd under, you know, they'd send these what we call lowball offers, and, you know, eventually they would land one, okay? I'll tell you one thing. The buyer had no sympathy for the money that was being lost by the seller, okay? So nobody was, you know, sellers weren't, you know, all of a sudden complaining to, you know, real estate councils and and all that sort of thing saying that this is an unfair process. This was the marketplace. This is what was going on. The value of their commodity was dropping and they had no choice. They had to sell and that's how value was determined. Unfortunately, that's just the way it played out. Well, the tables have turned now. Now it's the seller's day to shine. And this is what's happening in the marketplace. It's nobody's fault. It's supply and demand. Now, when I say it's nobody's fault, it is really somebody's fault. Really, whose fault it is, is the powers that be, the governments and and the, the provinces and the municipalities that make land development so difficult and to allow supply to increase, those are the guys that are responsible for what's going on in the marketplace right now. I mean, they should have an idea of how fast our population is growing. They know who they're letting into the country. They know how much money they're coming in with. They should know, they should have forecasts on how to deal with these things. You know, it's the law to fill out a census form. And you, they, and what do they do with this information? They, What they need to do is they need to determine the demands and the needs of the future marketplace. They know what's going on. They saw this stuff coming on and they chose to do nothing. Now, the public seems to want to blame realtors. And I'm, I'm telling you, realtors are not to blame. We're simply dealing with a supply and demand issue that's not going to go away anytime soon. So really in the grand scheme of things, what I wanted to share with you is that bidding wars are probably not going to go away anytime soon. If you're a point in your life where you feel you want to sell because you think the market's peaking out, I would be very careful in uh, doing that. I would certainly say sell if your needs require you to sell or you're at, you're at an age that requires you to sell, by all means. But if you're selling and you're trying to time the market, it's going to be tough. Now, if you're buying, I think you need to get your head around the fact that you're going to be in a multiple bid situation. There's no no doubt about it. Because if you're not, then you're bidding on a property that nobody wants. If you're bidding on a property that nobody wants, you better second guess yourself. Now, with regards to the timing of the market, is this a good time to buy? I think it probably is. Are you overpaying for a property? You know, let's face it, nobody wants to overpay. Well, the bottom line is, really, in the grand scheme of things, everything you buy, you overpay for. Okay, because the seller of whatever you bought wants you, wants to extrapolate as much money from you as possible. 
Now, I can, you can take a look at anything that you, that's in your home that you've bought in the last six months or a year, you know, short of, you know, a Corvette or something like that. These things tend to be going up in value. But anything that you've bought in the last 12 months, put it on Kijiji and try and sell it for what you bought it for. You're not going to get that money. Okay. Now, here's the great thing about real estate. It is an excellent store of value. So even if you're buying something today and you're overpaying for it by, let's say, even five or, you know, even 10%, is that a bad thing? Yes and no. Certainly, we don't want to overpay for anything. But when you're in an upward trajectory market, the great thing about overpaying for a property is that the market will eventually correct itself and you will, at the end of the day, get the value that you were looking for. So you've kind of have to, you know, swallow that bitter pill and take it on the chin and first of all, celebrate the fact that you've won a bidding war, okay? And even though you may have overpaid, maybe you did, you now own the store of value because let's face it, real estate is an excellent commodity to own. It's better than cash, all right? You, you, it's, it's a great investment. I've got investments in, in different things. I'll tell you one thing is the real estate that I bought, it is generating an income. It's supporting itself. It's pay, paying for itself. I have investments that I've taken my hard-earned money and I've put it in. It's not doing anything other than storing the value. So real estate is doing a couple things. It's an excellent store of value, plus it has a built-in way of paying for itself. That's why it's such a great investment. So that's my two cents for today. I, I hope that I enlightened you on something. And if you're in disagreement with me, let me know. Give me a call and say, hey, Walt, you're full of crap. I don't like your opinion, and here's why. I want to hear it. But this is the way I see it from my point of view. And um, if you feel like reaching out to me, 519-240-0360. Thanks very much, and I hope you have a great day. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at 519-624-9222 or walter at MaximumResults.ca, or you can find me online at www.cambridgehouses.com. If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519-624-9222 or email Karen at Karen at MaximumResults.ca or you can find her online at www.m as in Mary, R as in Roger, financial.ca. Thanks again for listening and I hope you have a great week.